everyone. Dave and Jeff. It is November 17th, 2021. Great day. <laughs> Wasn't a great day for you? Yeah, it's all good. It, okay. It's weird, though, that Thanksgiving's a week away, huh? Like, if it, you, Yes, you're right. If I said to you, Dave, right now, because really, what's even weirder, Dave, is there's six weeks left in 2021. Do you have a takeaway moment from 2021 to this point? You know what? That's a good question right there. Does um, anybody? No. I, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I think everyone's afraid to say 2020 was a pretty good year. You know what I mean? That sounds really weird to say because we're all, a lot of us were stuck in our homes and we didn't yeah. have interaction with other human beings. Gas was affordable. Gas, you could drive wherever you wanted. No one, yeah. but there's nowhere to go. That kind of, that kind of deal. But for me, especially being a sports fan, I told you, man, every team I rooted for won in 2020. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But I kind of didn't mind the fact that you got a chance to binge watch shows that you didn't get. Like if anything, 2020 taught me how to watch TV all over again. Like, I don't think I would have been in a Netflix and shows that everybody talks about doing the kind of living the kind of life that Craig Elston lives, you know, where you just sit on the couch next to your pug doing nothing but tightening your scarf and watching TV all day. <laughs> and so it, it, <laughs> that's so, not nice. It's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true. When Craig develops heart disease, I blame Ben and Woods hundred percent. They Car- encourage this dipshit. Tunnel. Yeah, they encourage this dipshit to watch fucking nine hours of TV a day so he can get a five-minute segment every two weeks. He's got cataracts. Yeah. How much does that pay? Oh, zero? You fucking idiot. Jesus. Wake the fuck up. Ooh, Good great. God. Yeah. Sitting there with this scarf on, no shirt, a pug in his underwear. Making notes. <laughs> Jesus. Five minutes. That's all you get. Three scarfs. Good God. <laughs> So this fucking guy. So I'm like, well, hell, I start watching some of these shows that I've never seen or thought yeah. I would see. So then I, here I am. One thing, honestly, I think I've, I'm better at in 2020. And is in you, 21? In 2021, I should say, is doing this show with you. We have gotten away from a lot of sports. Like we talk yeah. Padres. We don't sit, sit there and break down the, the defense and the offense and everything of the upcoming Charger game and everything else. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So for me, I've made a mental note in my head, Jeff, that when I turn the TV on in the morning, I still do what I've done for years. Okay. I go to ESPN. As soon as I turn the TV on, I go to ESPN. God. And I, this is what I say. If they're talking Dallas Cowboys, I'm changing the station. Yeah. And they're always talking Dallas Cowboys. Is that right? Always, because it is the moneymaker. I understand. They lead every sports center, every get up, every first take is Dallas Cowboys. Even when they have much. a buy, it's always, a, always Cowboys. And you and I know the game. There are certain yeah. things that, that work. The NFL always works in sports radio. And also the Dallas Cowboys always work on TV. There's always a, a hot topic for it. So I know it's bullshit. You know it's bullshit. Because yeah. we've been told by the consultants what to uh, talk. Yeah. And I'm done. And so I'm out on that. So I'm, ha- I'm proud of myself for turning the station all the time. And I'm also really proud of myself. And people are going to hate this too. If you talk San Diego State fucking anything on, on a station locally... I change it immediately. Yeah. Because I know it's bullshit. And I also know that that's not what they want to talk about. It's what their their bosses are telling them to talk about. And there's nothing. No. And look, I'm an alum. But there's nothing San Diego State does that's relevant on a national scale. Not yet. N- never. No, basketball could be good this year. But okay. I mean, it's bullshit. Fucking, what do you mean bullshit? Bullshit. Okay, so I'll give an example. Last year, great season. I Again. said this year. Okay. We move forward. No rear really? mirrors. And what happened last year? They jumped to the tournament, got the shit kicked out of them. They're out like that. They lose to Syracuse. They lost right, yeah, and they were they were the higher seed. Yeah, they always lose. The best year they had was 2020 when they only lost two games and they canceled the fucking tournament. Yeah, they got fucked. 
They got fucked. So, again, I'm not going to sit around in November and wait till March to get excited about Aztec basketball. So what what college basketball are you watching right now? I hate college basketball, and I used to love it. Because it's one and done? No, I hate it, be, yeah, because of the stars that leave for the NBA. And then yeah. you start to realize you don't even need those guys to be the guys that are the stars of the NBA. It's, the world, it's a worldwide sport, and guys like Jokic and Giannis and these guys have become the best players in the league and win MVPs. Luca, nobody knew who these motherfuckers were. Yeah, I, I, God damn it! I brought a piece of paper in. What, what are you into? Let me ask you. I mean, am I wrong on this? I love, no, I, I love the Padre thing. Even when the Padres are losing, at least it was a matter of why are they losing and what can they do to get better. I uh, driving home last night. By the way, yeah. Shout out to all of San Diego for figuring out how to drive in the dark. It's oh, see, Kelly Danick nailed it. I it was horseshit for a. You didn't know anything. Really? Because I've lived a long time. I've had my license for 30 years. Yeah, you've never dealt with the commute. Sure I have. What are you talking about? My whole life. Until this year. I work freaking two miles from here. I'm fine. Uh, Okay. But I I talked to Woods yesterday for a long time. Lucky you. It was great. I talked to him for a long time. I didn't mean that. We were talking about the pods. But I think for me, as much as I like, I do like that Clevenger... Videos that he's showing because I don't know if you've been seeing this. Pitching his Bill Walton t-shirts? Yes. Okay. Exactly. With his little hop, skipping a jump at the end. Yes. Great. Well, I'll tell you, Dave, when you look at Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. Getting 21 million. Yeah. But then you look at the fact that Angels lose half a million from their international signing money and that deal and a draft pick. Clevenger at 8 million all of a sudden looks like a whole lot. Better deal. We talked about this the other night. Yeah, you're right. It does. So you go, okay, that's cool, because it's very similar. But I think other than that, right now, dude, I am in such a hangover from a miserable Padre season that I just... You're burnt out? You need a rest? You know what it it feels like? Padre talk right now feels like? What? It feels like when you drive through the neighborhood on December 28th, or 29th, and Christmas lights are still up. <laughs> and you go, man, take that shit down. We're not ready for this. Or if, or you hear... Are you rooting for a long labor dispute? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm, not root, I'm not rooting for that at all. But it just was such a miserable year. Yeah. And such a miserable experience that you just... I got to hit the, the reset button. I, I'm not... I don't find myself looking for Padre rumors, right? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do that stuff. Yeah, no, not not yet. And maybe it is a little bit of that, Dave. Maybe it is a little bit that the labor dispute's coming. But for right now, it's really weird. The Raiders have me so frustrated by how bad they've played of late. And I don't... These fuckers that put it off on Henry Ruggs... Come on. Terrible situation. Well, they've had three really bad things happen. Yeah. I mean, really three bad ones. You lost two first round picks and you lost your head coach. Yeah. But I mean, the way they've looked down the field, holy shit. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it, terrible. And so you go that uh, we're watching the Kings tonight and I'm, I'm looking forward to being back up there, but I don't really have a college football team. The Gophers suck. I, the Aztecs. Aren't you guys rowing the boat? Uh, no, I think he sunk the boat. Um, I've never been a college basketball guy. Yeah, this isn't the time. No, 
And so... Like, I can't tell you right now who the best college basketball player in the nation is. Right. I don't know. No, I don't know either. And so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you. If Aztec Talk comes on... So, it's funny, man, because... So, like a week ago, I'm on social media. Yeah. And I see uh, our friend, Miss Michelle, the pirate. Yeah. The pirate. She's saying that she had, was going through some headaches, getting yeah. SEALs tickets. Well, when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, when we did our charity event on August 1st of, of uh, 2018, Mike Grace and the SEALs were literally the first people that reached out to me and said, hey, we want to be a part of it. Uh, we want to help. And they donated a really cool package and a bunch of friends went down and had fun. And so I said, hey, she didn't tag you. She didn't tag me. She didn't say anything. She just said, hey, Seals, I'm having trouble. So I goofed around and said, hey, Woods, get this thing fixed. He, of course, throws his hands up. Can't do shit. Shocker. <laughs> so, uh, so I said, I dropped Michelle a note. I go, hey, I got friends over there. Uh, if you want, I'll drop them a note. She goes, yeah, shit. I'm at my rope's end. So I wrote to Mike and a couple other friends, and they jumped right in. Yeah, they took and, care of it. And took care of it. So you go, okay, well, we got all that. And the only reason why I mentioned to Dave is because today she, Michelle dropped me a note. She goes, hey, SEALs jumped in, and I cannot think of the group that she had bought tickets from. Yeah. But it's some, like, outside third party, and you got to wait till, like, 48 hours before and I was telling her, well, don't deal with those dipshits. Just deal with the, the SEALs directly. Then I went and looked. That group that fucked her over is the group that's sold me my tickets for the Maple Leafs oh, game boy. on Wednesday night. Oh, boy. And I go, oh, boy. Here we go. Um, but her biggest concern was she just didn't know where she was in the building. I don't really care. Yeah. So wherever I go, I'm going to be fine. But today, um, when she dropped me a note and said... Hey, uh, we're all square. Thanks for helping out. Yeah, dude, I wonder what SEALs tickets go for. I don't even know. I went to one game, I think in 2018 or 19, whenever that was, and Stevie Woods got me tickets, took my sons. We had a lot of fun. So I started goofing around today. I go, well, shit, let me see what tickets are. So opening night for them is December 3rd. And I'm right behind the goal, seventh row. Yeah. Three on the aisle for me and my sons. And it was 30 bucks a ticket. I go, fuck it, I'm in. So Dave, I just mentioned it because uh, I haven't gone to any Gulls games in a couple of years. I just kind of, I love those guys. They've always been super nice to us. I just haven't, I guess more being a Kings fan. I don't hate the Gulls. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why guys always send me shit about the Ducks. I don't hate the Ducks. I couldn't give less of a fuck about the Ducks. Maddie and, and Pete send me Ducks. Good. You, you might as well send me fucking Arizona Coyote shit. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but. Um, how, much, on, how much did you pay? I paid 30 bucks a ticket. Wow. I, I'm on. What site am I on right now? I'm on a site right now looking at tickets. I'm on uh, ticketcenter.com. Cheapest tickets, $44. Yeah. No, I went right on Axis. And how, I'm set. Where are you sitting? Seven rows behind the goal. Wow. And, and yeah. Well, listen to Jeff. Go where Jeff went because I'm on ticketcenter.com and the cheapest is 144 up to 210. So I, uh, 
So our friend Erica is going out that night. Yeah. Uh, Michelle's going to be there. Stevie Woods is going to be there. Mike Grace will be there. Where's Woodson? He's our PA guy. Still? In the purple jacket. Oh. I told Michelle, hey, just so you know, before I knew I was going, I said, hey, you do me a favor. You spill your beer on that purple jacket, <laughs> and Dave and I will Venmo you each 20 bucks so you can buy your second beer at that fucking place. <laughs> but um, I don't know anything... I've gone to one indoor lacrosse game in my life. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck the rules are. I just know Steve goes crazy on the mic. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I posted it today on Twitter, wherever the fuck we are. Um, but I'm fired up to go out there. And then here's the thing. I told my sons tonight. I go, we'll go. We'll check it out. And if it's fun... Yeah, you get seats in the terrace. They're like 10 bucks a pop. I go, yeah, I'm not kicking out 100 bucks every goddamn night. But I, did, I didn't bug my grace. I didn't bug Steve to hook me up because it's opening night. You know their phones are ringing like crazy. They are. According to this thing, this is 118 tickets were just sold in the last 30 minutes. Dude, when I went on their site today yep. looking for tickets, uh, yeah. So it should be a, a jammed house, and I'm kind of stoked. But Would you be tempted to sell them if you could make a profit? Oh, fuck right yeah. Right now, are pretty high, yeah. I'm going to move them immediately. Just uh, send me a direct what message. What did Tony Gwynn always say? The real fans come out on game two. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, anybody wants them, 90 bucks a ticket, just uh, Venmo me the cash, and I'll do my best to get the tickets to you before, they, before <laughs> I start the game. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to that. Um but no, it's funny. I don't, uh, probably the one team, I mean, I'm in the Kings yes. for sure, but this may shock you. I actually think I'm more into the Raiders tonight than I am even the pods. That's cool. I kind of like it that you're all in on the NFL again. Last year, you were off on the NFL. Because uh, the Vikes just bugged the shit out of me. I can't stand Mike Zimmer. I can't stand Kirk Cousins. Just that whole team just bugs the shit out of me. So I would love to see the Vikes hit the reset button. Yeah. Um, and that would excite me. Let me ask you, if the Raiders and Vikings are out, would you root for the Titans because of your son? Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, I figured you would. 100%. There's nothing like watching your kid get way into it. He's all into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. It's really fun. And same thing for the NBA. Like, I'll. this is what I'll... This, dude, why bring Jack to anything? I have no idea. <laughs> So I said, Jack, uh, you know, going into last weekend, Kings had won seven in a row. Yeah. I go, dude, it's pretty exciting. Hockey News has four of the top 50 prospects under 21 are Kings. A couple of them are Ducks. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. Hey, Dad, did you know right now the Warriors? Oh, I go, I'm, we're not Warriors season ticket holders. I had the funniest dream. I almost yeah, I almost called them both at 5 o'clock in the morning. I had a dream that they had recorded me airing them out. Oh, my gosh. And that they had released it. And I was, like, all stressed out. I'm like, why well, say everything here? Yeah, what are you stressed out about? I don't know. I'm like, fuck, come play it here. <laughs> like, uh, I felt like it was, like, the Alec Baldwin voicemail. Man, I've never called You're them. Christian Bale? Yeah. Oh, I've been Christian Bale on those guys a few times. Last weekend. 100%. God. Most annoying guys. I love them to death. God damn it. And there are two of them. And they're, oh. 
Did, did you have this with Josh and Jake where they just went at each other to the point where you and Rita just wanted to slam their heads together? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Only one time did those two go at it. And I, mean, I, I remember. And I don't mean fist fight. I oh, just no. mean verbal chirping at each other. No, Jake was, you know, Jake was so fast. And Josh, Josh is pretty quick. Like Josh, yeah. Josh makes me laugh. The one thing I've realized how funny Josh is, but Jake was so fucking fast with his mouth that, that I mean, he, remember we'd be in the car going to a baseball game with a group of kids and someone would say something and Jake would go, all right. And then he'd make them cry. He'd make kids cry in the car. Wow. Because he was that, he was like you. He'd do yeah. a lot of, I've seen Jeff do it to grown men. <laughs> so oh, yeah. he, he was, he was like that. And then I remember, uh, I remember one time they it escalated, not in this yeah. house, but the last house I had in the garage. Yeah. And Josh got so pissed at him. And Josh might have been in high school and went, and he was five years older than Jake, went across the garage and laid a full right hand straight into Jake's face. Oh hard as, hard as he could. Oh. And Jake didn't fucking move. Uh oh. And when Jake didn't move, I went and I grabbed Jake and I like tackled him. Yeah. And Jake's like, why do you tackle me? I go, because when you didn't move, I was yeah. like, I think Josh is about to get killed and die right here. Yeah. And <laughs> and and that was, but that was it. I was like, he's going to kill his yeah. older brother right here. Yeah. And, but I, straight fist to the face from a, uh. a, a dude at 6'6", six, six, you know, 190 pounds, who, who, you know, at that time had a, could throw a baseball crazy person, yeah. but that had to hurt. Yeah. But he did not fucking flinch. And I uh. went, oh my God, dude, he's about to bury his older brother right now. Yeah, no, there. This is just verbal and going, and you know, just yeah. Have your kids ever fist fight? Uh, they wrestle okay. all the time. Does anyone ever go too far though? Like, hey, did he hit me with an elbow in the face? I don't think so. To the to the, not maybe occasionally, but um, when that happens, their mom and I give the kid who hit the other kid five dollars each, just because. <laughs> The other kid's probably been annoying. I just, I, you know, listen, I, they are my best friends. I tell them every day, they're told in every conversation they're loved. Yeah. But goddamn, I, I have no problem laying into those guys. I cannot fucking stand people that just, hey, hey, come on, buddy. Hey, what are we doing here? I'm like, knock it the fuck off. You're fucking making me nuts. (laughs) Ruining my fucking day. Fuck. I don't give a shit. Who cares? They're in high school. That's that's acceptable. Right. Yeah, well, I probably started doing that when they were seven. <laughs> but I, hey, they know where I stand every day. And what I always say to them is, I came into today in a great mood. Yeah. So what changed it? Oh, that's fucking right. You and him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, I didn't know it was... Ah! Don't start that shit. Oh, I didn't know. The fuck you didn't? Told you 10 fucking times. Fuck! That's in the parking lot. Then I get in the car and it amps up about 10 times more. <laughs> when the windows are up and the doors are shut. Jesus Christ! Fuck's the matter with you? God, you're such a dick. Just stop being a fucking dick. Can you do that? Please? For me, yeah, I had this dream that it was all recorded, and then I was like, who gives a shit? Go ahead, bring it down here. I'll tell everybody why I went that way. Yeah. Do you get, when you're in the car, do you get more upset with the guy in the front seat or the kid in the back? 
Oh, I ran Cade right the fuck out. I don't even want to look. Get the fuck in the back seat. Get, get out of here. Wait, so now you got both in the back? No, I jack up. Oh, I better say, what are you, Morgan Freeman and driving Miss Daisy? <laughs> jack got promoted. But, um, ah, oh, they're just, I love them to death, man. Get in the back seat. Get the, I don't even want to talk to you right now. Get, 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 get. Get out of here. And then, and then I, but this is a funny thing, Dave. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I can only stay mad at them for like 10 minutes. And then they'll say something. I get to be all quiet. Probably wasn't that big. Shut up! Shut up! And then, but the guy, Cade will always be the guy chirping first, Eddie Haskell. And then make Jack laugh. And then once Jack laughs, then I'm done. Oh my God. Did you ever have that mom or a friend's mom who would drop them off on the side of the road? Like get so mad, get the fuck out of the car? See, I can't, I can't. No, I know you wouldn't do that, but have you ever had that parent? I think Vita did it. Vita, yeah, made, I think made Vita him walk made, home. I think Vita made Cade walk home like two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. How far was it? Do you know? Uh, I asked her how far it was. It was like on the way home from like Helix to the house. Okay, so, so not that far. And it was before. Um, how could he fuck it up that fast? Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, you know what, Dave? I'll tell you this. This is so goddamn funny. She and I were dying. She picked him up. You've been to Helix. Yeah. She picked him up in the football parking lot. She hadn't seen him, talked to him. Yeah. He came out of the gates being a dick so quick, he was out of the car by Los Compadres, the taco shop at the bottom of the hill. (laughs) She called me and she's like, that's the quickest trigger I've ever had. What did his brother say? (laughs) He found it hysterical. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Walk on, asshole. How, 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 up, how, far, how far of a walk is it? What do you think? Um, uh, mile and change. Okay, but I mean, kid runs half marathon. Yeah, so but did, when he walked in the door, was he a new kid? Or was he still pissed? Well, it's funny because he's because he's got blonde hair like me, but goddamn, he has his mom's personality and his mom's Persian and an attorney. So those two are so much alike; it kills me. It's so, but. Yeah, I mean, he loves his mom. She adores him. But holy fuck, man, they're like uh, two magnets. Oh, that goddamn kid. He's a little shit. And then, uh, so he's quick to, you know, he's yeah. quick to figure it out. But it was before the clocks changed. But yeah, she ran him. She she went Cowboy Joe West. Yeah, ran him out. I, I've never done that. I've never done that and. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything, right? I mean, you never hit him. I, I got I kicked out of the car from a friend's mom. Oh, I like that. Dude, it was ridiculous, man. It was, and it I was far. It was yeah. like, I don't, I'm not kidding when I think it was at least five to seven miles. God damn. And it was on the freeway. Oh, no. And it was freezing, dude. It was, it was like, it was, it was December no. in Nashville, Tennessee. And I got kicked out because my friend's parents were super religious and I said the word shit in the car. Oh. It just came out of my mouth. And, man, it, dad pulls over right on the side of the fucking road. Yeah, you get out of here. Get the fuck Diablo. out. Yeah. He, he would have. Jew boy. <laughs> he did not call you Jew boy. That's what he was thinking. <laughs> he did. He's not saved anyway. It's going to hell. Let him walk it. Get out of here. Yeah. Did I walk? And there are no phones back then. No. This is 1986. Dude, I, they're not, <laughs> no, no fucking phones. 
And I, yeah, I'm sitting there walking in the goddamn cold, dude, wearing basketball shorts and a sweaty ass t-shirt. I was freezing, dude. Yeah. No, I And they still laugh about it. My buddies who were in the car I with like me, that. they laugh their asses off. Remember when fucking Trevor's mom threw you out of the car? No, I I cuss at them uh with a great deal of ease. But the two things that well, three things. I'll tell you this. And I've never had that. Uh their mom did it, but it was before the clocks changed. So it was like you know, seventy-five yeah. degree day. No shit, in San Diego. Tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, probably had ten bucks in his pocket, so he probably stopped and got, got a slurpee. five roll taco. Yeah, hung out. <laughs> Went to the goddamn weed store, got a couple edibles. I don't know what he did. Yeah, he was fine, but I, I've never done that. They never. I remember. Uh. I think one of them, shit, was it me or was it their mom? I think it was me when they were about three. Just got one swat yeah. or mouth it off. One swat on the, on, and they had pants yeah. on, like on the back of their jeans. Fuck, yeah. that fucked me up in the head so much. Did it really? I hated it. Hated it. Never did it again. So they never got spanked, right? Any of that shit. Now, this is what... I will tell you what I do to them, though, which is great. I uh, I do the old-fashioned Stu Hart, who was Bret Hart's dad. Yeah. And I, if they start mouthing off, oh, they get wrestling holds, and I just stretch them. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. So figure fours, chicken wings, uh, full Nelsons, half Nelsons, Arm bars. surfboards. Yeah. Oh, they've been stretched a thousand times. Okay, 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 okay. Who do you love? Oh my God, it's you, Dad, it's you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but that's done. Like, or your thumb right behind the knee. Well, I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> uh, but that's just dicking around. And I never, I can't, I can't do this either. I never sent them to bed without dinner. I, I've never done that. I, I, I hate that shit. So... Yeah, I cussed at him way too much, but yeah, at least all that. But hey, it's the funniest thing, and I I would love, when Josh is here, I'm going to ask Josh yeah. on the air to do this for me. On the air. <laughs> I'm going to ask him, because yeah. the hardest I laughed in probably, oh my God, probably a year, was last time we were in LA, it was that day between the, the Laker game and the Kings game. Yeah. So we go, uh, we go grab a bite to eat. We're getting ready to go back to Staples Center. And I would highly encourage any parent to do this. I'm telling you guys, it's the funniest shit ever. Ask your kids, just go listen. There's no repercussions. 100%, I swear to you, I'll put it in writing. No repercussions. Do you do an impression of me and do you do an impression of your mom? Oh, Yeah. And I go, okay, well, let me see your mom first. Goddamn, Dave, my son Cade has his mom's mannerisms, yeah. cadence, head movements, the whole thing down. Like, it's like, remember when you watched Jim Carrey? Yeah. And he was doing Sammy Davis Jr. And you're like, this is the greatest shit ever. Dude, and then I go, okay. I go, do you have me down? I think we talked about this. You're right? Off there. Yeah. I think it was off there. He said to me, he goes, man, I got to tell you. He goes, when you get wound up, 
the F word and the S word are best friends. Yeah, yeah. They go everywhere together. So I said, okay, well, you don't need to do an impression. But, yeah, I would just say for any parent, no matter how old your kids are, I know, uh, congrats to Bob Hunt. His son was 21 yeah. today. Bob, ask your son, do you have an impression of me? David is the- I don't think Josh does. I think Jake would, but Josh wouldn't. But I bet he can do Rita. I think he'll tell you things about Rita that drive him crazy. Like he'll say about his mom, she can never read the room. Yes. She never reads the room one and two. So she true. always talks at the most important part of a movie or a TV show. I believe or a game, that too. Or a game. Always. It's uncanny. It could be the game winning field goal. If he makes it from 75 yards yeah. and best kicker in the league, she's going to start talking right there. Yeah. So always. At the, the biggest moments when she starts talking the most. Always. And he just drives him crazy. He goes, dude, she cannot read a fucking room. Yeah, I, I, I know. She can't read a fucking room. She's the worst I've ever seen. It's insane. But you you have mannerisms of your, you know what? Yeah, he usually tries to bust me on stuff I, I do, like ticks I do. And, so, and he'll say, because he listens to every one of the shows. Like this show we're doing right now, he'll be one of the first five guys to hear it. Like yeah. he listens right away. And he, he'll say stuff that you'll say or I'll say too much of. Like, I'm not aware. I know I say 100% way too much. And he'll yeah. say, dude, what's the deal with 100%? Yeah. And, but I can't stop it, you know? And, and one of those, I just, fuck it. Someone else nailed me on Twitter recently. And I was like, I don't even know how I say it. But I'm not going out of my way to stop. <laughs> it's not yeah. that big of a deal. But yeah, we hate ticks. When we as when yeah. we speak, we hate different stuff that we go to. Um, there has to be shit that I do that, but, that he'll definitely point out. Yeah, you can ask but, him on there. He'll be here uh, Sunday night. But uh, I mean, but, it's coming to town Sunday night. Yeah, but I'm just saying for any parent, if your kids are, God, I'm telling you, they probably have it down when they're eight. Yeah, yeah. And just my sister and I used to do impersonations of our parents, of our parents. I it's my it's my. Do you do it with your brother and your sister? Yeah, it's my wife's favorite thing because I do an impression of my dad for really for my for my ex. Oh, that's hilarious! And she loves it because my dad my dad even in the worst part of the divorce and and things are cool now but he just said to me hey can i still be cool with her and i said yeah and he said because she's the mother to my grandsons and i love my grandsons and so and so it's cool like but i'll just i'll call her and you can't crank call her but yeah i'll do uh I'll do an impression of my dad to her and it lays her out well, every time. Cause my dad just the nicest he guy, is. but my dad was always nervous that there was like, she's a public defender. They don't have your home address. Do they Vita? No, <laughs> nobody has their home address. So, so I just called and I just amp it up about 20 different ways, you know, and she just, yeah. So I just do that, but I, I do it for my sister. Yes. Does your sister laugh? Yes, my sister loves it. And then I do it for, for Vita. But but I'm telling you, Dave, when your kids just look you right in the eye, yeah, couldn't care less, and they just tell you, this is you. And you're like, damn it. Because your buddies, you're yeah. like, ah, oh, shut up, whatever. Do they nail it, though? Did they? Nailed it. Okay, that is fine. Absolutely. But, the, but like I said, they had me pretty good. Yeah. Oh, they had their mom, and I could not breathe. It's great. And maybe that's the funny thing is if you want to have fun as a parent, have them do the impression of your spouse. Yeah. And go, well, what does mom do? I won't <laughs> narc you out. And uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. He had the head nod. 
He had the eye blink. He had the sigh. And I was like, so I videoed it. Yeah. And I sent it to her. She loved it. Yeah, oh, that's great. funny. So, yeah. Was he upset when you videoed it? No, he oh, was cool. going back? Because you're he, the one that said there's no repercussions. Oh, yeah. No. So I said to her, I go, what'd you think? And she goes, well, I didn't think it was that good. And then I showed our neighbor. And our neighbor was like, oh, yeah. He crushed oh, it. Shit. <laughs> She's like, damn it. Okay. So, yeah. It's, just, it's all good. Oh, my gosh. That's funny as hell. That's funny as hell. Here's something I noticed this week is... It, you know, obviously it was, it was my birthday a couple of days ago. So I got a lot of people who reached out to me, family members and friends. And I noticed some of them will say, happy birthday. I love you. Okay. Nice. Then I get a bunch of, I love yes. YA. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. It's funny. I said this to, uh, to Walsh after the day, cause I've never heard of you. I go, what are you talking about? Pay All attention. Especially guys will say, yeah. Yeah, of course. Nobody wants to commit to you. Right. <laughs> so, right. And I and I'm looking at it. All of a sudden, I start noticing which ones say "yeah" and "you," mm-hmm. and I realize I realize my nieces are uh, who, who I have I have a bunch of nieces, and they all they're all like thirty years old now, and they're all they'll say "love you, Uncle David." You know, yeah, very nice. And then I notice like my sister in laws do the "yes." Oh, so, really? So here's my here's my move, dude. From now on, I'm okay. just going to start calling people out about not making the full commitment. Yeah, you know. And go, you know what? I love you too. Don't be afraid to make the full commitment to you. Yeah, go year. all the way in. Yeah. You can don't put we've only known each other thirty two years. Yeah. You can go on. all the way in. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, am I crazy? But it was like, what's the deal with the half ass with the YA? Well, I, I when when you okay, give me an example. You and I are at the age, and I don't know if we would have said it in our twenties, but when we're at the age now, we've seen a lot, we've seen a lot of deaths. Yes. A lot of close friends, a lot of family members, stuff that that have been extremely sad stuff that we've we've seen. So we, I know for me, I think you're the same way. You don't hesitate to tell people number one you care about them, two yeah, is that, the that you love them. Yeah, all the time. And since Jake passed, I have friends that will tell me, and I'll tell them too when I see them or say goodbye yeah. to them. You know, you know, they'll say I love you, I love you back. Yeah, but it's um, it's it's kind of it's funny. I think it's it's a maturity thing, or it's just you realize how short life is. Yeah, well, you know what's really cool was I we were talking uh, talking last week about Walchev because yeah. I was saying sincerely, like as much as we goof around with that maniac, I was saying like I just I love how he has built his brand. I love it. I love the commitment to it. I love the energy that he brings to it. The guys, and and not only for what Sean does with Callie, but all of Sean's staff, right? Like yeah. all the guys that are in and representing Callie Barbecue, right, or or his media, man, they're all energetic. They're all personable, and I like it. They're all likable, and it's good. It's created a lot of jobs for people, right? And and continues to grow part of Aztec Stadium, like all that stuff, man. That's a brother to me and to you and I. And it's just, it's great. And it makes me genuinely so happy. And he was so goddamn funny because I hyped it. And he goes, uh, it just, you What know, do you send you a note? Send me a note the next morning. He said, I can't tell you how much that meant to you. I love you, brother. I go, I love you too, man. He's, he's oh, family very to nice. me. But yeah, I think, you want to know what it is, Dave? It's, it's, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge used to have this thing, and guys would call him, and they'd always say, "Hey, Bubba, love you in a non-gay way." Yeah, yeah. Hey, I love you in a non-gay yeah. way. Josh's and, friends used to always do that. And then you go, you know, you kind of laugh at that. Yeah. And then 
we've been so lucky to be accepted, right? We have so many friends yeah. in the gay community. I, I don't I don't find that funny well, anymore. It, it isn't funny anymore, but back in the day, that's kind of, people People are uncomfortable with what they don't know. But like, I, yeah, I just think of all the friends that we have made in the gay and lesbian and trans community, and you go, fuck, man, that, that to me humbles me so much for this. I mean, the fact that, Tracy or Rose or the women that listen to the show, that freaks me out. <laughs> Number one, that anybody that has a, an education, right, would pay attention to this stupid show. And then I think you feel the same way. I'm sure Steve and Ben feel the same way. I'm sure I'm sure Mike felt the same way. That when you make friends and you go, God damn, like how nice, and we've said it forever, at some point, we will put the Dave and Jeff show flatbed, if they'll have us, in the Pride Parade. Because our friends in the gay and lesbian community have supported us. I would, Dave, I think it'd be absolutely great to, to support them and go down and just have a bunch of friends and make shirts and just roll out and say, hey, man, we love you. Thank you for having our back, whether it was Jake whether it was Erica, whether it was the divorce or anything else when we've had a bad day on this show, everybody in that community, and if we can go out and do our part and go, hey, man, dude, how, how fun would that be? I'll go in a minute. I think because of COVID, they haven't had that parade in a couple of years, right? They haven't. But I've, I've said, like, we want to go out, and we'll load it up with everybody um, to show support for people that have been really, really cool to this show. And that's why, yeah, I'm with you. It's like... No, I don't, I, don't, I don't like shit like that anymore. You just go, hey, man, I love you, man. It's fine. You know, here, here's a, here's to, to kind of jump around a little bit on this, uh, what we're talking about. But the, 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 okay, so again, Jeff and I graduated high school in the 80s, all right? Yeah. So when you were in high school, there was, of course, people in school that you knew were gay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it was a lot different than it is now. It's obviously, I think it's, it's a lot, number one, it's more acceptable for think people who aren't gay, who are, people just didn't know. Yeah. So you're uncomfortable. But I remember there were people in school that were gay and guys would talk and go, hey, that, that guy's gay. Yeah. And, and I, I, thank God I was never part of a group that made that guy's life miserable. You right. know what I mean? Ever. Right. But on Facebook now, going back through high school friends, I'm now friends with yeah. those those people. Yeah. You know, that, that I can't say I was friends with in high school. And when I say yeah. those people, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I almost ashamed that didn't I run didn't. run in the same circle. You know what? They were in my circle because they were because they had tons of girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I obviously guy friends that played sports and those same girls played sports or were cheerleaders and they hung out with the the same people. So, but the guys never talked to that. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to the gay guys, right? And so, but now that here we are as adults, every one of those guys are now friends of mine on Facebook and comment right. on my on my posts. Where if that was you know 1989. Yeah, I probably would be going. Oh, I got some explaining to do. How am I friends with you know this person? Whereas you go, man, it's it's embarrassing how your yeah. mind used to work. Yeah, compared to now, and I still get people that that will sit and explain to me, hey, we're getting together with a group of people. We invited this group of people, and give you a heads up, they're gay. And I go, all right, yeah. And but they have to say that because they don't know me, and they don't yeah. know how I'm going to react, and they don't want to make me uncomfortable. And they don't want to make the gay people uncomfortable. Doesn't that bum me out, man? Doesn't that oh, bum me out that they have more, to qualify it? More for for them than me. 
You know what I mean? I know what I'm about, but no, but, but I'm yeah. saying, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are not, we aren't hundred percent there because I'm sure when they say that to some people, they back out, they yeah. go, I'm not, I'm what? I'm well, they're not, not like not, they're going to say, Hey Dave, you know what? We're going to this party. And by the way, yeah. uh, that couple right there, they're Puerto Rican. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why, why would that matter? Just like them being gay matter, right? It doesn't matter. But the idea that they think they may have to qualify it with you yeah. is the shit where you go, fuck, that sucks. Like, who was I yes. at that part of my life? Like, I had a buddy. We were on a on a trip, a uh, work trip, and he said, uh, great, dude. He goes, and we're out, team dinner, pizza, beers. And he was talking about he was getting married. Yeah. And I go, oh, man, that's cool. You know, it's great. He goes, yeah, you know, I just, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm gay. And I go, what? <laughs> and I go, I think I knew. But the cool thing is his wedding was my son's birthday. So about a, uh, five weeks ago, I see him. I go, hey, November 2nd, right around the corner, man. Great, huh? He goes, what? I go, November 2nd. He goes, okay. I go, that's your wedding anniversary. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I go, dude, it's my kid's birthday. I told you it's the coolest thing going. And we laughed, and he's great. Yeah. And so, Dave, yeah, I know what you're saying. And I look at that, and I go, yeah, I think I, I would have been friends with him in high school. I would have laughed my ass off. But I remember the funniest one was at KFMB. So when I was at KFMB before the show started, um, they asked me to produce, um, Kevin Kernan wrote, Ted voiced, and then I produced the um, cassette and CD that we did for the 96 season. Okay. I don't think I had to do anything for the 98, but for the 96 CD and tape, the KFMB put out, I produced that. And our engineer was a guy named Tom Watts. And they said at that point, hey, you're working with Tom. And I just remember thinking, Tom's the gayest guy in the building. <laughs> What's he going to know about baseball? I swear to God, Dave, it was the most fun project uh, that I probably ever did during my time there at KFMB. And I told him at the end, I go, I got to tell you what a moron I am. And he laughed as a hundred percent. I go, Tom, I'm a complete dumb fuck. And I'm happy to tell you I'm a dumb fuck. And I go, this was absolutely great. We had a blast. That's cool. And, and he was so talented and I'm so, I don't know if anybody still has that. I mean, it's cassette or CD. What did not have a happy ending. They lost. Uh, I got yeah. swept by the cards. Yeah, but um, first time back to the playoffs in 12 years, Ted was great on it, and and Tom and I were sitting in there coaching Ted like like he's Shatner, and Ted fucking, Ted was great. And, uh, and yeah, I'm so proud of that thing, but I just, I said to Tom, I go, I'm just a complete dumb fuck, and, and he was great. And so, yeah, I look at that much more on us and you go, fuck, what, what could we have possibly missed out on just because you prejudge people? Yeah. You Terrible. Know, 
There was a picture this week from the Raiders, speaking of your Raiders, and it was mm-hmm. the Raiders' defensive line. I don't know if you, you saw it. I mean, there's so many things out there. But it was all the Raiders' defensive line at the field, at their new stadium, and they're all wearing the black, the silver pants, black jerseys, and they took a, a team picture together, the defensive line. Okay. Everybody has their arms around each other except Carl Nassif. No one's touching him. Really? Yeah, and it was it was kind of interesting, and it, and it, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, that's that. I'm seeing how many I can name. Yeah, and then I realized the one guy that came out as gay. No one has the arm around him. It was, like it was it. It, yeah. Well, it's just it, that the NFL. And here's the deal: if you think him or or uh, the 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 kid that came out from Missouri, what's his name? Um, Michael Sam. Michael Sam were the first ones. You're out of yeah, your fucking right. mind in any sport. In any sport. Just yeah. do the math. Figure it out in any sport, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's pro. You're out of your fucking mind to think yeah. there are only two guys to play football. You're out, you're crazy. Well, and and it happened to me two years ago because my friend Joe Carlo in Toronto said, uh, just fucking crush me. And I told this story at that time, and it's the funniest line, and my kids know it, and I'm happy to tell this story because it's a great reminder. So she goes, hey, you're up in L.A. all the time. I go, yeah. She goes, my buddy, uh, so-and-so, he went through yoga. Joe's a yoga teacher. She said, yeah, he went through training, and he's a bartender at this place on Santa Monica Boulevard. I go, oh, okay, what's the name of the place, you know? Ah, it's called this, that, whatever it was. can't remember. I go, okay, cool, right? So I'm like, yeah, I go, I'm actually going to be up there going to dinner with my dad. And she, Joe said, well, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's a gay bar, but he's a bartender. Go in and say, hey, I'm here to see whatever. I'm a friend of Joe's. And I, so I paused. And I go, well, you know what? I'll, uh, why don't we do that when you come to town? And she goes, hey, fuckhead. <laughs> It's a bar, not a recruiting office, Pony Boy. Calm down. She called you Pony Boy. And dude, I must have fucking laughed for half hour. Half hour. And I haven't been there, but it's the funniest shit. So our buddy Brandon, when we're up drinking beers with Brandon, you and I roll over there. And I go, God damn. So we're still trying. We're still trying to get it figured out. But that dingbat told me, hey, fuckhead. It's a goddamn bar, not a recruiting office. Calm the fuck down. Shit. And I was just like, hey, you just take your beating. If my kids know that story, their mom knows that story. Yeah. I tell everybody that story because it's funny as shit. And she's right. She's right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's so damn funny. Yeah. All right. I want to ask you a, a one Padre question because this came up last the other day on the last show we did. All right. I asked you about Nick, Nick Castellanos. How much yeah. and how many years? Okay. So the rumor is... Five years, $115 million. $115? Oh, I do that in a minute. Okay. That, that's the rumor. That's what his price is supposed to be. Oh, I do that in a minute. And that's what I was wondering. Is that good enough? 100%, right? Yeah, I'm in. 100%. I just said it. There you go. So you're looking what? That's about $23 million a year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But again, it's not our money, but when you think about who else they pay close to that amount of money and what you get in return, you well, make that move. Yeah, because so you start looking ahead. Myers comes off after this year. Yes. Hosmer, you you shave 10 off after this year. Um, but you still have, 
the Tatis money's about to jump up, right? Yep. And then you start looking at uh, pitching, and your pitching money is going to change a little bit too. But I think you do that. Yeah, I think he's a difference maker. Yeah, that's I don't think he comes here, though. I, you know, he's one of the names that's mentioned. You don't look at the rumors, but look, a lot of these rumors have been way off already, but that's just yeah. one of the names. When we talk to the experts, landing spots, yeah. his name is mentioned multiple times. Just saying, hey, here? Yeah, here. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I would like that a lot. I think the fans would like that a lot, too. You mentioned uh, Clevenger for a second. If mm-hmm. Co- and, and I'll say it right now. Coach said it the other day. Is and Who on that pitching staff do you have faith in? Like, who are you 100% sold on is going to have a great year next year? Well, it's funny. I was talking to Woods about this yesterday. And we were talking about the pitching coach. And I had said, right, hey, find one message and make it consistent throughout this the system. And Steve told me something, and I don't know if he said this on his show. He probably has. I just hadn't heard it. But it, it made perfect sense to me. Uh, uh, Nibula? I've gotten this yeah. kid's name. Okay. Ruben Nibula? What Steve told me is that what he's hearing from within the organization is they're going to tell you, Dave, how are you comfortable? Show me how you're comfortable that's how you're going to pitch. And then once I've had the opportunity to watch you comfortable, let's see if we can work together to get your velocity up a little bit. Yeah. But the idea is going to go back to square one and let these dudes be who they want to be. And if that could be, I mean, the first guy I think of is Gore, right? But Paddock? Right? A couple other guys that you look at and you go, well, something happened. Because, yes. because it's just the drop-off has been so dramatic that I'm excited for that. The fact that guys leave here and get better is bad. Well, they went there. Well, some of them did, but then you have yeah. other guys that went other places that still did very well. Yeah. So I do like that they went out and addressed the problem. But I, I think, Dave, right now it's a huge question mark. I think it's a huge, because I never liked Larry Rothschild coming here. No, we didn't. We trashed it as soon as the hire was made. Yeah. So I think I, I can't answer that question tonight because I think those guys have all been passengers on the wrong bus. Let's see what happens when he gets in there and see what this staff looks like. I mean, they all, outside of Paddock, but when you go Darvish, Snell. Yeah. Clevenger, Musgrove, pretty interesting credentials for this guy to work with. So what can he get out of them? Uh, We'll find out. But uh, I liked what Steve was saying yesterday. And like I said, he's probably shared it on 97.3. But um, yeah, I can't. Well, it makes the most sense. I mean, because here's the the running thing is what's a major league hitting coach there for? And the answer is never to teach them how to hit. Yeah. It's to get them back on track. Yeah. And so, look, these are major league pitchers or professional pitchers, if in Gore's case, and you go, what made him successful to get drafted so high? Yeah. What happened? Who changed you? Who broke? Who well, hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> and and to go, yes, what makes you comfortable is it makes all the sense in the world, and let's work from there. Yeah, I, I liked hearing that. So we'll see. I mean, are you surprised at this point that you haven't heard more of the staff hirings? Um. I am. As Bob Melvin says, I'm not concerned about the speed of hiring these guys. Just I want to get it right. 
So yeah. now that the season's over, you sit there and go, well, everybody who's available is available. Yeah. Like, who are you looking at? Like, I'm with you. How is the, the staff not rounded out? Pretty surprised. Yeah. I'm not not so concerned, but, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that the staff hasn't been rounded out. Here's a, here's a move that the rumor is the Dodgers are about to pull off okay. that I look at why can't the Padres pull this off, okay? Because the deal hasn't happened yet. The Dodgers are looking at acquiring both Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo from the Reds. And, uh, and you go, well, those yeah. are two starting pitchers. Why can't the Padres pull that off? Uh, because I think I think the problem is that they've gutted the mid-range prospects. So the Dodgers are probably deeper with the B, B-letter grade prospects. I don't know if San Diego has any of those right now. Doesn't feel like. So I don't think... I like both those guys. It would be a huge help. Huge. Right? Um, very affordable for both they are. of them. Uh, bring in the Nibula thing, right? I mean, Castillo... Castillo was funny because... And maybe it's... How long... When did Brian Price leave? Because remember, Brian Price had been Bob Melvin's pitching coach. So that was his background. And if you look at what Castillo had done from the time he left the Marlins and went up to the Reds, he was pretty impactful. Yes. And then last year, he just wasn't as consistent, right? He was he was good in the games. It was very, he was very strange to watch. And he, he, this always kind of makes me nervous. He was good in the games when the games mattered. Was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it was a big-time team, he pitched his best. And then like when he was facing the Dodgers, he was great. If he yeah. was facing the Pirates, it looked like he wasn't given a hundred percent. I uh, I like those guys a lot, but I think he's only twenty eight. Castillo, yeah, Sonny Gray only makes ten million dollars a year. But I don't know. See, those are the kind of guys, Dave, that you feel like that package with Tremel and France and Luis Torrens. You kind of go, man, that might have been a deal that could have got those guys, right? Yeah. Instead, you got Dan Altavella, who's not here anymore. Uh, Austin Adams, who fucking hits guys. And uh, Austin Nola. I I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, can't, I would defer to Johnny Conniff and, and the team at Matt Fryers. I don't know. They could be in on it. Remember, I mean, they do so many things. Yeah, you don't know until it happens. Up on you. Yeah, they do a really, really good thing of. Uh, of keeping things in the shadows. But if they were able to go out and pull off that deal and get two pitchers like Sonny Gray and Castillo the, the, and then, yeah. and then sign uh, Castellanos, Castellanos, then you could afford them. That's my point. Yeah. If you pulled off a trade for those two guys and then you went and made made a free agent signing like that, you could afford all that. It'd be pretty exciting. Yeah, and it's one of those deals you keep hearing more and more about that like Friedman's trying to do. But it's not a done deal. So I'm like, well, if those two guys are on the market from the Reds. Well, I'll tell you another guy who's on the market that could be really interesting here is Byron Buxton of the Twins. Twins offered Byron Buxton, I think it was around seven and 80 million. Seven years, 80 million. Buxton turned it down, but he's been injured all the time. All the time. But a dynamic center fielder with pop can run. Plays gold glove level center field. I'd move Grisham in a second. I'd, I'd move. I'd, I'd trade Grisham for you. And I'm not a Grisham fan at all. I'm not either. So I'd, I'd get him out of here. Would you? And 
Twins may take Twins may take Grisham. They're not gonna take Hosmer. Oh, uh, you know what we should do? Hang on. Here's what I give him for Buxton, Dave. Uh Hosmer. And you know what? We'll kick in four million. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they let me look at this deal for what it would uh for Buxton. See, Buxton's walk away. So the twins are it's not like he's only he's a free agent at the end of next year. So you're not gonna have to put Abrams in that deal. You're no, not gonna not have to put Hassel in no, that you get deal. Him for the cheap. You may have to throw Camposano in that deal, but I'd probably do that. I put Camposano in there. You're gonna have to give up something. And then uh Yeah, I don't think Sam Williams gets it done. I mean, we gotta you know. So you gotta go. Can you imagine that's our move? Every time we talk Padre Apostle moves, we throw Sam Williams in the trade. Look, I'm moving Williams. Move him, it's like uh, like Lonzo Ball. Get that maniac family the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I threw myself off. But I would you go chase Buxton? If that was the deal, if I could get Buxton, I'd love to have Buxton over Grisham. I'm like you. I'm not a Grisham fan. But just, I don't know not. what it's going to take to extend him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. I think you've got to make the move now. You're paying $600 million just for the fucking left side of your infield. Yeah. You can't sit there and go, we're rebuilding right now. You no. aren't rebuilding. You just raise ticket prices. You, your goal is to make the postseason next year and make a run. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do it this year. I, I would do it in a second. Yeah, I go Even chase if it's him, one, right? Dude, just like the Angels. They got Syndergaard for one fucking year. Yeah. And say, so we're going to roll the dice. Let's see what happens. He has an outstanding year. Then we qualify him. Yes. We do the best we can. That's it. And guess what? If he has an outstanding year and your team still sucks, you trade him at the data line and you get a lot back. You're going to do fine. Yeah. You know, you're going to, you, okay. For Angel fans, they're excited about that. Anyone wants to trash that deal, uh, don't say a damn word until he can't play. Yeah. You know? No, I, I love Syndergaard. We talked about him here yeah. when the number was, and not that there's a huge difference between 18 and 21. But I didn't realize that you're getting hit a draft pick, and I also didn't realize the international money gets hit too. And that was the one thing that a pretty good article from Joel Sherman the other day where he was talking about, like, people around baseball were looking at it going, fuck. But if you're the Angels and you have to go out and get starting pitching, and when you're looking at what the market may be for Stroman or some of these, I mean, Verlander goes back today to the Astros. Like, there's not a whole lot of potential difference makers. So, yeah, I mean, probably the highest upside of anybody in the free agent market, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, look at it. If you're an Angel fan and you were disappointed what happened last year, you have, this is what you're going to see. Hey, I'm interested in tickets. Well, we have Syndergaard, we have Otani, we have Trout, we have Rendon. Yeah. Walsh made the all-star team last year. Yeah. We, we're, we're headed in the right direction, and we aren't done. I mean, those yeah. are some big fucking names. Yeah. And it's... I'm it's, not saying the Angels are great, but fuck, dude. Everyone knows they have to get pitching, and they, yeah. they went all in on a guy. They pulled him out of New York. Yeah. Got it done. So a lot written recently with Billy Epler going, going to, the to the Mets. That was shocking. Because they said he was completely handcuffed by Artie. That yeah. Artie handcuffed everything he did and that people in New York, 
vouched for him and said, give him the opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, the Mets couldn't get anybody. But now all of a sudden, Epler goes there. I, I don't know. I mean, some people have been ripping that hard. You think that's a horrible hire? I wouldn't have made that hire. Yeah, he had. You couldn't get anybody to bite though. David Dude, Stearns no, wasn't well, taking that's it. it. Nobody wanted that job. They Billy said the Bean Mets organization is the worst organization in baseball by far. It's all trashed. Like but, when they talk about building from the bottom up, they go, "It is such a fucking mess with the Mets." But you have Steve Cohen, who loves the team and just wants to win, and you go in. But I mean, Dude, fire Sandy. You got to. You get, have to. You got honestly. You got to get rid of Sandy. I agree completely. Yeah, I agree completely. I've, I've never been Alderson fan. No, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't wrong on that. No, you aren't wrong at all. But the thing is, you got to, if if all these guys are turning down jobs in Major League Baseball in the number one media market. Because they don't want to work with Sandy? I, it, it, whatever it is that has ruined that organization, you just got to rip everything out. They've had yeah. so many embarrassing moments, you yeah. know, off the field too. You just got to start over. You got to you got to go all the way to the bottom. You got to create an organization you're proud of. And you got more money than anything. Well, I mean, December 1st is going to be here in two weeks. Yeah. And that's when the deal ends. Yeah, and they're saying guys like Seager are going to be done. Correa to the Tigers? That's what we were saying, right? We said who's going to join it. We've been saying that since May, that he's going to be with A.J. Hinch again. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But that's what we we kept saying. But Seager, the, the rumor is it's the Yankees still, just like we said. Yeah. And the the talk that's kind of nuts for me is Trey Turner goes back to shortstop, which makes all mm-hmm. the sense. And the Dodgers will spend the next year trying to sign him to a long-term deal because he's a free agent after 2022. Yeah. They move Max Muncy to second, and they sign Freddie Freeman. No, Freddie agreed tonight. Did he agree tonight? Six-year deal with <clears throat> Atlanta. Good, because that's where Freddie Freeman belongs. Yeah. And so they said, oh, don't tell me the money yet, okay? So I didn't Fred, see it. Okay, because Freddie Freeman... Now that the Yankees and the Dodgers were supposed to be in on him, they said his price went way up. What I was going to say back to you is you can't let Freddie Freeman go, not because no. he won the World Series, but because he's your next tripper. He he's your tripper Jones. Yeah. He's the face of the franchise. Yeah. You can't let, let Freddie walk out. And he Did he get the six years? Do you know? They, yeah, six years. Good. So that was what his holdout was, six years. Yeah. That's where he belongs. That's the kind of shit right there that's good for Major League Baseball. Yeah, I agree. Freddie Freeman ends up, let's say, with the Yankees or the Dodgers. He's just another guy. Yeah. He's another superstar, but he is the face of Atlanta. Yeah. Coming off the World yes. Series, and they that, have money. And that, my, my point was, it's not good for, for baseball when you lose the face of a franchise. Right. You yeah. Know? That's why Tatis staying here for the money it's, that it's he got. It's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic for San Diego. It's fantastic. Tony stayed here for his entire career. Yeah. That's the way, that's the way it's supposed to be. But I, I also think for San Diego, as you're trying to establish an identity, Going out and getting a guy like Machado, yeah, and committing to him because you needed to get impact players that were here, and you hope now that maybe the next ones are guys that are homegrown, and maybe Abrams and Hassel will be that, right? Yep, and that would be exciting. But yeah, I like that. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I watched it as a Twins fan in the '80s when you looked at those teams. Man, all those guys. I mean, Gladden came via trade. But Puckett was a homegrown guy. I'm 95% sure Brunanski was a homegrown guy. Herbeck was a homegrown guy. Uh, Gaetti, right? Frank Viola. Yep. Uh, Blylevin originally probably was. And then Jack Morris, not a homegrown uh, guy, but a guy coming home. So, yeah, that makes a huge difference when it's faces. And none of those guys moved on. 
No. So, no, I like it. You're right. That, that's a, it's a good deal. So I'm very, very, very happy to see that right there. Um, no, it's, um, this is an exciting time of the year. As I said, it should be a little bit of a rush for the guys that just want to get it done and don't have to wait through the labor dispute. Maybe speeds things up a little bit, but hopefully the next couple of weeks are really exciting. That's one thing we, we've been hoping for. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools again. Alan Taylor's your guy when it comes to your pool. Holidays are around the corner. Don't forget about getting that pool for the family as a great Christmas gift. Right now, you can ask Alan Taylor about available financing. This is something he's very excited about. Again, more than 20 years in the business, he builds the best pools in San Diego with so many things to offer, making your dreams in your backyard come true. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Before I came down here, I was watching uh, 60 Minutes yeah. from Sunday. And they were showing this unbelievable backup of cargo at the LA port because nothing, I mean, it's the supply chain, right? Yep. And, you, and you look at everything and they're talking about that's why inflation's going up and nobody can get anything. And, and anybody that's small business owner understands it. And one of the things you hear is that life may not be back to normal for another 15 months at the earliest. So why do I mention that? I mention it because get used to what we've done for the last 18 months because it's probably going to extend out. Yeah. And how nice would it have been as things changed and kind of got shut down if you had that fantastic tailor-made pool in your backyard? Well, no time like the present. Uh, Dave mentioned the financing. Why not do that as people are looking? You're not going to be able to get a PlayStation 5 and I know, Dave, you've been looking at that brand new suit you wanted. That's true. Those Zubaz pants. Yes. Forget it. We can't get them out of the port. They're stuck in one of those big uh, tankers. But guess what? Alan and his team, they got chlorine in the backyard. They're ready to dig. So all you got to do is give them a call. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to about financing and getting out of debt. Or even talk about his nephew, Sam Williams, who's on the trade block. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's your guy again. The Bar Smart Two Minute Tuesday is always great. You can check that out on YouTube. He gives you free advice. But let's get out of debt. Let's get your first home. Call Dan Williams. Anything you're going through right now financially, let Dan take the pressure off you, especially as the holidays get closer. 858 688 6813. 858 688 6813. Well, we want to thank him for his longtime support of this show. Because as soon as we put Sam on the trade deadline, that's probably like, he's like, what well, you two assholes can't. <laughs> Sam is officially off the trade block. We just do things because they make us laugh. We like to rattle a few cages around here. Uh, yeah, nothing like having uh, the ability when you borrow smart and repay smart, when you pay the bills. What have I told you? For months, the one thing I was trying to do was reestablish uh, the cushion, put the cushion in. And so... Earlier this week, you get the bill from Wawanisa. Here comes your auto insurance. It's due for the next six months. It's due December 12th. But because of the Borrow Smart, re -smart uh, Repay Smart plan, I had the money. I go, fuck it. I'm going to pay it right now. Paid it off. And then today, when I'm thinking about buying three tickets for a SEALs game to have some fun with my kids, I financially, I was able to do it because car payments made. Uh, car insurance payments made, still had enough money left over so I knew I could do something fun with my sons and you can do the same. And and sure, it's fun to pay the car insurance and it's fun to make the car payment and do all that, but it gets a whole lot more fun 
when the car's paid off and now you're making mortgage payments on that home you own, but you have to have your finances in line to do it. 858-688-6813. Brian Curry is the best guy we know when it comes to selling your home, buying a brand new home, finding the neighborhood of your dreams. Let's get in the right school system. Brian Curry is the guy more than 25 years in San Diego selling real estate, has won a ton of awards. He's the best in the business. Why would you call anyone else? Brian Curry is your guy to be your real estate broker. 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. I've been telling you, I'm watching Succession. I yep. get it. You guys are all in season three. I'm sorry. Dave kept me out of the loop. Didn't tell me about <laughs> it until a couple of weeks ago. So, Dave, I'm in season one. I know you watched it like four years ago, so it's a little behind. But they just had the family meeting in New Mexico. So it's the one where uh, uh, Ken kind of falls off the, the rails a little bit, but yeah. they're at uh, Connor's house in New Mexico. Remember when they did the photo shoot? I forgot who Con- which one's Connor. Connor Con- is... Is Connor the one from Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Okay. Remember they went to visit him yes, in New Mexico right. with his girlfriend? Yes. And you look at that house, you go, God damn, Dan Williams. I've talked about it forever. <laughs> uh, or Dan Williams, uh, Brian Curry. I've talked about it forever that I want to live... And first we started anywhere but IB. Then I learned my lesson and I said, no, IB is great. I apologize to the entire community. They've welcomed me with open arms. (laughs) Then I talked about that building uh, right along the five, the tall high rise where they always have the purple lights. I said, man, that looks like a cool place. I live there. But now I think what I'm going to do with BC is I got to say, I got to find that house that Connor was living in. In a succession. And the great thing is, no matter which one of those three is right for you, or if you're just completely insane like me and you want all three of them, the guy who can get you in the door is Brian Curry. That's why he's the best. Yes. All right. Kyle Fluger for that website look, your website design. If your website's not drawing the traffic you need, Kyle Fluger's your guy. Many of you have been upset with your website. You know what we're talking about. If you need to start a brand new one, he's the guy as well. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. It makes such a difference when you have a website that is working for you because like we just said, uh, you watch any of these stories going on and the supply chain doesn't seem like it's getting any better. Gas prices are going higher. All the prices are going up, so people are not going out quite as much and they could be spending online. Black Friday is going to be here. Can you believe Black Friday is here nine days away? And then... uh internet monday or whatever that is the, the that, yeah I know. yeah you're right what do they call it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i know but you're, i think you're right i thought it was thursday but you're right it's monday yeah it's the following monday yes. and so are you ready to go is your page ready to go uh for a week from monday because people for whatever reason they're telling you anywhere you listen that even with prices going up, people still have disposable income. Maybe they've all been paying attention to what we say on this show. So make sure you're ready to go. If your site's not ready to go, give uh, give Kyle a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. Have you done any Christmas shopping? I don't think I'm going to this year. <laughs> I think I'm just going to show up and open everything. And then just look around. What? What? Oh, I was supposed to bring. T- oh, really? Every year. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Now, <laughs> how many people do you have to shop for? Um, it's easy. It's just, just I really, I just do Josh, Rita, and and that's it. That's, and my, Rita will take care of everyone, my mom, all that stuff. She oh, that's did. good. She just got back from uh, Paris yesterday, and she already shopped for my mom. 
Nice. Yeah. Then she got me. God dang it, man. One of those little gold dip <sighs> Eiffel Towers for no. your desk. <laughs> Dude, I literally told her, don't get me one of those gold <laughs> fucking little Eiffel Towers. That literally was the one thing I told her. She'd bring you home a baguette? Dude, I don't know what the fuck. I, I said Honey to mustard? her, I said a hundred times, I don't want anything from Paris. Do not bring me anything back. Yeah. Wasn't saying it for effect. 100%. There's nothing that I wanted yeah. from Paris. It's a great place. Dude, she comes back. It's right there. It's in that bag. Okay. All right. And she gets me a wallet. Oh, okay. that's nice. All right. And so. Let me see it. Go grab it. All right. Hold on. Let me see it. I'm a wallet guy. I'm not a watch guy. I don't know shit about watches, but I like wallets. You know, I, funny. I like watches, and I haven't worn a regular watch in the longest time because I, I got this guy named Apple Watch. I she got this for me, too, two years ago. Okay. Because my blood pressure is all fucking high, and it has that 911 button well, on it. Damn, She's afraid she I keeps drop. talking during she, games and, and That's shit. why. That's when it's at its worst. I had, to do Hush. E, I had to do an EKG today. Have you ever done an EKG? Yeah, I did one after I got smoked on the freeway. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. How'd that ones. feel when they start yanking those stickers off you? I know. I get up. He's like, where are you going? You got a lot more on you. I'm yeah. like, well, fuck. Okay. All right. Um, okay, let's see. Let's judge first on the color. Well, that's nice. All right. No, it's a nice wallet. Okay. I just threw it at Jeff. All right. It's a nice wallet. Here's the deal. I have a wallet that I like a lot. It's broken in. You it, know where everything I is. I know where everything goes. It's a great point. Okay. Okay. I I do not want to complain about your wife. I think Go, she's a goddamn. Joe, that's not the point. What do you say? What are your, what's your? There's two problems here. Go ahead. Immediately from this wallet. This is why this wallet was available. <laughs> I guarantee it cost a fortune. A there's a snap coin yeah, purse. That's what she said. It's for your coins. I go, I don't carry change. I don't carry coins. Remember that in the 70s? There was some asshole yeah. friend of your dad's that said there jiggle change in his pocket. Yeah. Now look at this goddamn thing where your license goes. Way license. too big. Way too big. No I'm one's license a, that big. I'm not carrying a passport. Yeah, don't work for the FBI. Right. I don't need a big I FBI not, Yeah, I'm not Jim Betancourt. What yeah. the fuck is going on? I'm flashing my badge. Has she ever met you? Dude, see uh, what I'm saying? Let's re-gift this. Okay. Thing. Dude. You know what we'll do? We'll give it away at the uh, fantasy football thing. <laughs> it cost a ton. So, I know, but we'll sell raffle tickets for 25 bucks. So here, here's the deal okay. on this. I like the wallet I have. And my wallet costs 20 bucks, and right. it says bad motherfucker on it. Oh, boy. From Pulp Fiction. As Is it a Velcro? Said, no, it's not fucking Velcro. It it's like be. the one fucking Samuel L. Jackson had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it's my wallet because this one says bad motherfucker on it. And, it's and always, she hates it. Hates it. It's always a talking piece when I have to pull it out. Why'd she get you on the coin purse? She said, it's time you grow the fuck up and get a big boy wallet. That's what she told me when she got me this leather wallet. Uh, looks so, like one my grandma Cleo used to so, have. <laughs> here's my question. Okay. When do I have to make the switch over? Like, how long can I pull this move of not uh, making the switch over? 2027. She's going she's gonna to know, though. She's going to see it in the drawer, know that I didn't flip over, and then she's going to get feelings hurt that I didn't enjoy the wallet, that I did not want. Now, I'll say this. The wallet that I have yeah. right now. How long have you had it? It's funny. I got it. Uh, Brownman. When was Brownman in town? About a year ago? It was. It was last December. Yeah. Yeah. It was about that it's time, fucking right? freezing in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when? She came in with Katie. Yes. Right? So, Brownman was in town, and we went out to Julian one day. Yeah. And there was a cool little store called the antique barn antique barn on the way out i don't even know how we found it never heard of it anything we went out there she and i um kicking around and they had 
a bunch of cool wallets. But I think any guy will tell you it's either a yay or a nay immediately. Yeah. I'm sorry to do this to you because I love your wife. She's great. That coin purse is a nay. You cannot anywhere we go and you go, hey, I'll grab the first round. You open that wallet. You think me, Mike, and Steve are going to let that? Th what do you got in there? What's that little thing? Huh? <laughs> got your lip gloss in there? What the fuck is that? What, <laughs> and what's with that big goddamn window for your license? Exactly. That's not going to cut it. So I were, was at the barn, and I, I go, you know what? This has been a blast. One of my closest friends for the last 20-plus years, she and I hanging out, and that's when I got it. And I love it. The wallet was great, and it was you know, made out there, and goddamn Julian, I don't know. They probably got somebody in the back. Get to work. <laughs> Get to work. 13-year-old kid. My hands kid. hurt. Yeah. 13-year-old kid. Give him two carrots a day. No, not doing that. It's beautiful. Nawhide. No, not either. The leather. <laughs> this reminds me when I first started dating her. Every shirt she'd buy me. Yeah, Paisley. Was, no, worse. It would have two pockets on it. Like two chest plate pockets. Fuck is that? Dude, I don't know. And I'd go, what are you doing? What are you, Luke Perry in the fucking seconds? rodeo? Yes, I mean. That's what I mean. You and I are on the same page. I'm like, take it back. I go, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I only wear shirts with one pocket on the front, if it has yeah. a pocket. Like, what the fuck are we doing? fuck's going on I don't with need all these rhinestones? Yeah, why do I have two pockets over my nipples? What's going on? Why do I have white collars like I'm Tom Sidley? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> oh, am I Robert Kraft? What's it doing with these white collars? Why, he's the only guy that still wears white collars. Is, right. Is, is fucking that idiot. Sidley Kraft. retired. Oh, my God, dude. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, well, here we go. Here's a crazy, sorry. dumb question. All right. Do you wear your, what pocket do you keep your wallet in? That's funny, too. I like that. Uh, it's rear, I'm right-handed, so yeah. right back pocket. Okay, I go, I go left because I remember my dad stuck it in the left side, but my it, dad was left-handed. If Yeah. So now that I think about it. So here's why I say this. This is what made it click in my head is when when a guy in, in baseball when a guy on our team leads off second base my first mm -hmm. base coach will yell where the shortstop is yeah he'll say he's on your hip or he's in your wallet yeah and i'm like what the fuck's the difference to your hip or your wallet like they're both yeah. in the same spot and he goes everybody wears their wallet in the right side yeah and i'm like no i don't well you're an idiot and uh, then here, goes, here's what's where do you weird. put your phone in my in my when I'm in my hand usually I have the I have the big you have the big phone too yeah but that's always it, in it, my back left pocket I never put my phone in my pocket like those girls that I'm always like they're gonna snap their phone no I've never put my phone in my back pocket the people that wear their wallet in their front pocket is weird as fuck to me I'm yeah, like do you have any balls like yeah, literally yeah like they, isn't that wallet fucking hitting you right in the nuts yeah how many people do you have in your basement <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> People had chained their wallet, too. That's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. another fucking weird. That's though. weird. Yeah, anyway, I was curious to know. Am I doing yeah. this the wrong way? No, I'm sorry. That's got to go. My, my, my mom told my kid today, she realized she made a mistake marrying my dad on their wedding night. And I go, what? Wedding is, night? Yeah, I go, why? What happened? You know, she never tells me this shit. She's telling Josh. She goes, well, it was time to go to bed. And he said, what side of the bed do you sleep on? And she goes, I sleep on the left side. He goes, so do I. So get used to sleeping on the right. How did they not know that before the wedding night? What are they, Dude, the Ricardos? I, I don't even want to know. 
I don't, I don't want to know. I, know I don't want to know what was going on in 1964. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, can you believe that shit? You better. So the fact that he told her you better get used to the right hurt her feelings, <laughs> and she's held a grudge this long. How about that shit? Fifty-seven years later, when she's here, I'm gonna tell her. Oh fuck! Is there anything better than the left side of the bed? It's the greatest. <laughs> God, I feel like I stole it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going November 17th. All right. We're going with someone who's no longer with us. Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. Uh, Let's say 97. Close, man. 96. 96. I'll say 10 million. Exactly right. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Goddamn right. God dang, dude. Only 60 when he died. When he died, people were shocked. That was, was, that was a 16? huge story. Yeah, that was a big story. Dude, what was his show? He uh, McMillan and wife. Is that right? I don't With, know. With uh, goddamn Susan St. James. Is that right? Oh, hubba hubba. <laughs> no hubba idea. hubba. Nothing wrong with her. And yeah, oh my I like her. Remember it, Susan St. James? Yeah. Yeah. Martin Scorsese. That little twerp. He's uh. Let's say he's 80. Oh, close. 79. You missed it by one again. I'm going to say uh, 80 million. $150 million. Fuck. Good for him. He's cool. Danny DeVito. Another little twerp. He is. How uh, tall? How tall you want to guess? Uh, you and I talked about this the other day. So good he memory is. I'm going to say you said he was 4'10. 4'11. What's the deal with you missing by one everywhere we go? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, 50 million. How old is he? You didn't say his age. Oh, uh, 77. Exactly right. And 50 million. 80 million. Ah, good for him. All right. I like this girl. Rachel McAdams. I like her a lot. Goddamn Midnight in Paris. Have you watched that movie? I've never seen it. Dude, you got to watch that movie. It's funny. I'm not a huge Woody Allen fan. Yeah, but me she's, Owen Wilson's so fucking funny in that movie. It's great. And Michael Sheen is such a dipshit. You'd like that movie. It's on Amazon. Okay, who the fuck did I say? Rachel oh, McAdams. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> She's a little bit of perfect. I'm not going to lie. I don't think there's anything wrong with that girl. No. Uh, I'm going to say 38. 43. Really? Yep. This is going to be great right here. Uh, I'm going to say she's $75 million. $25 million. She's underpaid. Okay. I'm just saying that's what it is. Okay. All right. Last one. RuPaul. RuPaul. 60. 61. Again, off by one. Fuck. Uh, I'll give you a crazy number. Go I'm going to say $18 million. $60 million. Six zero? Six zero. No kidding. It's more money than Rachel McAdams. Well, RuPaul's a treasure, so I don't want to see him lose any money, but I stand by when I say... Uh, I don't know how Katie Temple's worth $90 million and Rachel McAdams <laughs> only worth twenty five. Like a great disservice with all respect to the great Katie Temple. All right, here we go. Five random okay. questions. Have you ever asked a person how many car accidents they've been in before you get in the car with them? <laughs> now, I was thinking about this the other day. Isn't this a completely logical question? It should be. Yeah, I've never in right? my life. You've talked about all the time about learning how to drive and going to school. And I remember my driving teacher told me it's the only class you'll ever take that's life and death. But yet we, ne true. we never, ever ask, ever ask the person you're about to get in the car with how many accidents yeah. you've been in. Yeah. 
Uber? Yeah. Lyft? Maybe it's a good question to ask, right? Like, if you've been in seven or eight, maybe I don't want to get in the car with you. We're so goddamn lazy with our well-being. What's our problem? Yeah. So the answer's no. No, never. Have you? No, I never have, but I think I'm going to start. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, get on it. <laughs> or I'll drive. What the fuck? Well, even if they say one, you're going to get nervous. You want to know the story now. Whose fault? Yeah. What was going on? Yeah. I've been in... I've been hit like four times. Have you really? Well, I got hit here on the 54. My Accord got totaled because the guy was oh, up on right. the phone. Caden uh, and I got smoked on the 8. Damn. Yeah. But my my driving record's fine. I've been I hit one was... time. One time I've been hit. That's it? That's it. Yeah. Lady ran a red light, hit me like in a T. Uh, you know? Went right through and I was like, where the fuck are you going? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, boy. All right. If you were given $10 million, I think the one, that's one I threw at you. You just said I'd stick it in the fucking bank. Yeah. If you were given $10 million, what would you do with it? Uh, three things. Okay. I would cancel my phone. I would buy a nice, I'd buy that goddamn house. Succession. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You could afford it probably. Yeah. Fuck, heck, fuck, heck yeah. And then I'd, uh, is that money in the bank, man? Oh, I thought you were saying you would jump out of this fucking fantasy football league we're in. Yeah, I almost did that today. <laughs> God, I felt like Shatner at the Star Wars con- or Star Trek convention. Bunch of dorks. Um, but I love them all. They're great. There's a bunch of nerds. Uh, eight nerds and me. Um, yeah, what would you do with that money? Uh, that's a great question. What would I do with that money? I would, um, yeah, I'd probably move, not saying move to New Mexico, but I'd probably move somewhere where I, I, I could afford a little bit of land and have a, yeah. a house and not have to worry about anything. Yeah, just yeah. hang out, right? Yeah. Like I, I'm not doing New Mexico. Fuck New Mexico. No, I know. I'd yeah. go anywhere. You know where I might go, Dave? I might go to uh, Monterey. Oh, yeah, you've said that. Monterey is pretty I don't awesome. know what you get for $10 million in Monterey, though. Well, I'm not spending all $10 million. I just need enough. I'll leave those two punk kids <laughs> with their mom. Get out of here. Send them 200 a month. Call it even. Oh, my God. Would you rather go out? Okay. Would you rather go out on the town during a date or have a, a long walk and talk? Oh, we're going out on the town. They're, listen, it's all about fun. And anybody who tells you, you know what, we're going to have a long walk and we're going to talk, you're not that interesting. <laughs> She's immediately texting her friend, Sally, to say, hey, page me and say there's an emergency. Because this dipshit won't shut up about how he could have been pre-med. <laughs> but instead, he's working at Papa John's. Yeah, just no. You take her out. You show her a good time. You, you, pay, you let her know that she's the number one in the room. That's it. Don't be an idiot. Listen, find out, talk what she wants to talk. Have fun. I look at these these young girls that, that we talk, everyone, that I call everyone young, but you look at these girls that we follow us on Twitter, we talk to, like Erica. Like, she has the worst dates of all time. That kid is the funniest. Like, how does she have the worst dates of all time? I. How do these guys fuck this up so much? I don't know. Like, I hear I, stories like this all the time. Yeah, I, he, I see her story. Listen, her biggest concern the other day 
in life was she was ready to fire a guy because he wasn't eating chicken wings the right way. What the hell is going on in her head? But she's so great, right? Like, how cool is that kid? And she'll be there at the uh, she'll be there at the Seals game. Yeah, I that because here's the thing that Erica's not thinking. Yeah, Dave and I'll tell you this from the guy's perspective. He's looking at Erica. He goes, "Beautiful girl, right? She's sports fan, sports fan, clearly funny, right?" He's like, "This is great." He has no idea that in her head she's like, "This guy is a jack off." <laughs> Look at how he's eating wings. What an asshole. And now she's going to social media where she has big-time influencers like you and I reading it that are like, Erica, you have so much rolling for you that as soon as you have a question, he gone. (laughs) So I, but yeah, I just, because you know that guy's like, yeah, buddy, what's up, what's up? Tyler, yeah, I went out with, and he probably called her the net wrong name. Went out with Emily, you know, that girl from social media, super hot. A great time. Where'd you go? I took her to Shakey's for wings. Yeah, it was awesome. potatoes. <laughs> and she's just like, what kind of psycho leaves meat? And she was doing a poll question. I'm like, God damn, this is the funniest yeah, she's so much funnier than any of those guys in our fantasy football league. <laughs> like, damn it. Oh she my God. traded all of them for her. Did you see that old shit? I saw it. I saw it. It was hilarious. All right, I got to ask you this because I'm not, okay. I'll tell you the, I'll tell you who it is after the show because she's, she's not a public figure. Okay. You and I know a girl that after every meal, she brushes her teeth. Yeah. Okay. okay. But doesn't brush them in the bathroom. We'll brush them at the, the table and oh. then we'll spit, spit it right in the glass that's on the table. What? How long would that last for you? Uh, I'd be like, hey, find your own way home. I don't leave my kids on the side of the road, but you're a different story. What kind of maniac does that? Every time. Every She's just cleaning her toothbrush in the water glass? I don't know if she cleans I her toothbrush. She bar. pulls her toothpaste out of her purse. She puts it on the toothbrush. She brushes her teeth feverishly. So you're just sitting there and you're like, well, you know. And then she spits it in the glass and then gets up and leaves when it's time to go after every meal. Oh, she should immediately be on the no-fly zone. On the no-fly. She should be deported, even if she was born here. kind of psycho does that? I'm sorry. If that's you. It's not me. I'll tell you who it is when the show's over. You, you, I do you, brush my teeth, man, if I'm at home after almost every time, time I eat, too. But I don't... I don't, I don't do it there. I don't no. spit in the goddamn water glass. <laughs> and then expect the waiter the yard house. to take it away. Yeah. Ask the guy, hey, you got any Listerine in the back there, Charlie? <laughs> I'm kind of... My God. I'd like to meet that person. I have parents. a friend of mine that knows the same person we're talking about. And if, if she's in the car right now, she's crashing it, laughing her ass off. <laughs> She had the same reaction you had, by the way. There's no, there's no part of that that doesn't scream. Who was that lady that uh, Charlize Theron played in that movie when she won the Academy Award? That, was it Monster? Was that yeah. the name of the movie? That's that's the first sign. <laughs> as soon as I, God, I can't believe it's Thursday. She's just putting toothpaste on. Go ahead. You're like 
fuck? Woo! Whoa! Hang on a second here. Hang on a second. We're not at the Hard Rock Cafe. You're not buying that glass. <laughs> Little lassie. Yeah, can you imagine? You poor yeah, dishwasher. It, yeah. I, I, the hell is I, it here? What is this? What is this, Crest? It was. It's Crest. That's what it is. Is this Aquafresh? Oh, my gosh. All right, two more questions for you. I don't like that one. That wasn't a question. I just happened to bring oh, it up in the middle I, of our I conversation. Like I'm clearly off my game. I know now. right now you're thinking, just in the show, I got to know what we're talking about. All right, here uh, we go. Okay. Would you rather talk on the phone or text? Uh, depends on the person. Okay. Depends on the person. Um, yeah, I'm lucky, man. I'm, I'm lucky in that still friends with so many people. I think you're the same way. Like so many people that were here at the start of this whole thing. Yeah. That those guys they just they just know you, man. They just know you. They love you. They got your back. And uh I like talking to them. But yeah, I just during the day I don't have time to talk. But like I would say there's there's probably well, I'd say there's probably forty people that I look at and I go, Yeah, if time's right for them. Yeah. Um, just because the inflection of the voice and the laugh for me, for the people that I'm closest to, uh, the sound of their laugh is like very energizing. So I'll take a phone call all the time. What about you? It's funny you say that. I, I break this up into, well, I always take your call when you call me, but yeah. usually I don't like talking to guys on the phone. Dude, I, had the I like best talking time. to women much more than I like talking to men. But when's the last time you just? I haven't talked to Mike on the phone for a while. When's I'll talk last, to. I would talk to Mike in a second. Yeah. When's um, the last time you talked to Woods? I try not to bother Woods because he has kids, and he and he talks for four hours a day, right? Yeah. So I try. I try. You and I used to go through that. You're exhausted, man. When you talk yeah, that when much, the shows off. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, lo I love Steve. I just wouldn't. Um, I, I try not to bother him. I, I text Steve almost every day. Yeah. We'll text back and forth, but. I don't. Uh, I don't call him um, just because I know when he's at home, he has the kids' time, and I know how important that is. And I, I just don't want to bother his family time. Um, Mike, Steve, I would answer the phone in a second. Yeah. But guys, I think a lot of women will tell you the same thing. Guys are terrible listeners, and so girls always seem easier to talk to. Text messaging with guys is easier. Most guys seem like they want. They rather well, text back and forth. I check in with our buddy Aaron Creasy a lot. Yeah, he's great. Um. Radio guys, they know how to keep they the conversation exactly right. going. And Steve, I hadn't, I hadn't caught up. Like, we're texting. We're on that group chat all the time. But just yesterday, man, like, bullshitting with that guy. Dude, that's the thing. Like, you and I said this last night. We were laughing. I think why Steve is killing it on 97.3, with all respect to Ben and, and Paul and everybody else. Dude, he is genuinely about as real as anybody we know, yeah. right? Wouldn't you say that? I agree. And he is just, dude, he's, he's fall over funny, but he's also about as loyal as anybody we know, which is really funny because we haven't known him that long. And uh, God damn it. Ah, fuck. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're watching the hockey game. We both of us saw the same thing, except I kept it quiet. Yeah, so... Um, but he's he's about a loyal a dude and about as good a dude, right? And you go, you don't find a lot of those people. You don't find them. You don't find a whole lot of them. I don't know. I, I would just say you don't find a whole lot of them. So when you find them, ah, that's bullshit. 
Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah, talking with him is always good laugh. But I know what you mean. When you're doing 15 hours of talk radio and you got two young kids, yeah, you try to give him his room. But That's every it. he uh, he gave me a call about something going on in town, and then we were able to chat for a while. It was great. Good. But, good. yeah. All right, here's, a, here's something that someone asked me to ask you because they thought I was insane when I gave okay. this answer. When you walk into a restaurant, you're about to be seated. Mm-hmm. Where do you sit? Like for me, I'll, I'll give you my answer first. I always sit with my back to the, to the wall if I can, or facing the door. I got to face the door. Well, uh, most of the time I'm at a restaurant, I'm with two of the most inconsiderate maniacs that you'll ever meet in your life who just, my buddy Boom used to do this when we would go to the movies. And then we just started kicking my buddy Boom. My buddy Boom, well, they hate they hate Brendan Lemieux. He just got smoked yeah. after the play was over. Yeah, did they call any? No, ah, I didn't see shit. That hurt. Did you see it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> People slashed. listening are like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Yeah. Um, Kings should be going on a power play. They should. Um, my buddy Boom would go to the movies, and he would hustle to be the first guy in the theater and then he'd go down like four rows and then just sit right in the aisle. And then we'd all have to climb over him. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So then when he would do that, oh, it's Tom Wilson. Of course, Tom Wilson, biggest thug in the NHL does that. Of course. Um, uh, so my kids will do the same thing. They'll take just, they'll be the first guys in and they'll just both grab like, the seat on the, on the aisle. And then when everyone will walk by him. Yeah. Do you ever just take your knee and put it into his All thigh? the time. <laughs> I just brush my teeth. Feet. I just brush my teeth and use their water glass to clean my toothbrush. <laughs> um, I, honestly, Dave, I, I never really care. I don't, I don't care. Like you go on those tables sometimes and it's the booth on yeah. one side and chairs on, I don't care, wherever. Yeah, I don't know. I always like to be facing the door. I don't know. Is I think right? I've watched too many oh, all the time. Watching I, too much Sopranos. Yeah, too many Did mafia movies. Did you see David movies. Chase confirmed that he got killed in that scene? Dude, what are you talking about? David Chase said a year ago that he lived. No, he came out the other day. Bullshit. So, yeah. What's the change of the story every year? I don't know, but he confirmed. But he said, "Yeah, that's it. He he Dude, died." What the? Fu- that's not what he said a year ago. Well, it was all in regards to the HBO movie, and they he confirmed. Yeah, if you look it up, he confirmed it. I looked it up a year ago, and he said, no, he lived. Mm. Who Not killed him. him then? And why would they kill him? They had, no, an agreement with only guy. they had an agreement with New York. Why would they kill him? Uh, he didn't go that deep I into it. I think David Chase is senile. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I can't tell you how much that pisses me off now. Not the fact that he died, the fact that David Chase changes his story. Yeah, the, guy in the, the feeling is the guy in the members only jacket. The guy that's oh. sitting at the counter kills him. Comes out of the, comes out of the bathroom, and it circles back to the conversation that he had and whatever. Yeah, when he said you don't hear it coming. Yeah, and everything just goes dark. Yeah, well, yeah. He, David Chase said a year ago, no, he lived. Why? You go, what the fuck? I know. Sorry, I'm not okay with this. Well, I'm not either. May Tony rest in peace. He was great. It's like, all right, you ever notice we've all lived next to a military. How they not call a goddamn slash? I told you, I didn't see shit. When you when you uh. Anyone who's known a military guy, like we have a bunch of military yeah. people in my neighborhood, they always back their trucks up in the driveway. And I was going, why do you always back your truck up? I got to get out. I got to get out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> interesting. I'm like, all right. All right. What if I got to get out? Am I in the back? Yeah, that, that's it. So I always, I always laugh. But that's me in a restaurant. 
after right. I have my back to the wall. And then Walchef told me the same thing. He goes, he thinks I'm nuts. As he tells me every day you need to see a therapist. Maybe um, too. When I walk into a movie theater where you yeah. sit, I always sit back row with my back against the wall yeah. on the aisle. I, I don't okay. do that. We go back row in the middle. I go, on. see, I like to put my legs up, but I go back row in there. And like Sean goes, I sit front row between the divider. Like you go front row of the second section where the, where the posts are, where the poles yeah. are, the railings, I should say. And so uh, he, and I guess too fucking close for me. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> but yeah, I always go back row. You don't, you, I go back row in the middle. Okay. The back row in the middle is fine, but I go, yeah. ba- I go back Square row. On. I like my back against the wall. I don't want all those people climbing over you. <laughs> Get out of here. 30 feet. <laughs> Get out of there. All right. So we're back on Monday, right? Uh, yeah, we'll be back Monday. And then next week's going to be weird because Sunday I'm in LA and Wednesday we're in LA. So I don't know it's Thanksgiving week, but we'll at least be here Monday. And then at, we'll least figure, one, at least one. Yeah. We'll figure it out from there. Yeah. It's the holidays. God dang it. All right. And eat the meat off your goddamn wings too. Stop being a weirdo. There you go. Hey, tomorrow, as I uh, thought I was getting like a 10 minute surgery. Yeah. Five and a half hours. Are you kidding me? No, it's a long fucking time. Wow. That's it. Most guys I know, that's like 20 minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're telling you. but It's a bad, okay, so here's the deal. Most surgeries you always hear, you go in like at 6, 7 in the morning. Yeah. Mine's at 10. Like, do I say to the guy before he puts me out, hey, did you get the blood off the table before I got on it? Like, I mean, no, you know somebody went before me. jokes. Somebody went before me. Yeah. Somebody higher. I've never heard of a 10 o'clock surgery. Higher priority than you. Son of a bitch. So I can sit in traffic on the way back. Great. Oh, who's driving you, Rita? Yeah, of course. Who else is driving me? God, don't bring that wallet. Just down the street from Tommy's, though. If I fuck yeah. enough, then I might you go won't. with the Tommy's. I won't. You see it I don't right know there. what the fuck I am. My head will be against the uh, window. All right, well, have fun with that. I we'll, can't wait. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it Monday night. All right, we'll see you.
content video game Put a smile on my face That stop sign was paralyzed But I ran it anyway Soundproof fence and a handyman Cussing on TV What Californian cussed their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out For that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard I 